the, the pandemic definitely presented challenges to us in terms of how do we reach our audience effectively. You know, people talk about digital fatigue. I was at a conference recently and, and someone challenged the audience and said that the digital fatigue is a myth. And I thought that was provocative, but also quite true when you think about it. It's digital fatigue only because you're not engaging the audience. So in other words, someone is, maybe it's their ne favorite Netflix show. You know, somebody is engaging the audience. It's just not you. You're listening to Sunny Side Up, a B2B podcast that brings you the juiciest insights from go-to-market leaders and practitioners. Welcome back to Sunny Side Up. I'm your host, Sarah Doran. Today, I'm super excited to talk to Carl Vandenberg on transforming marketing to drive 6x pipeline growth. First, a little bit about who Carl is for those of you who do not know. Carl Vandenberg is Chief Marketing Officer of Gigamon and is responsible for global awareness and demand for the Gigamon solution portfolio. Throughout his 20 plus year career, Carl has held go-to-market and product leadership roles in a billion-plus revenue tech companies, as well as working as part of the executive team at early-stage startups. Carl holds a BA in physics from Trinity College Dublin, a Master of Computer Science degree from Imperial College London, and a Diploma in Humanities from La Piano University in Florence, Italy. Carl, I'm really excited to talk to you. Welcome to the show. Thanks a lot, Sarah. Great to be here. Awesome. Before we get into the official questions that we have for today, just for anyone listening who may not know, can you share a little bit about what solutions Gigamon provides and what problems those are solving? Absolutely. Yes. Um, so great to be here with you all. Gigamon is, uh, we're about half billion dollar size company focused on network security, specifically focused on solving the network security problems in the hybrid multi-cloud environment. And what that means is really providing the tools that security professionals and operational and cloud operations professionals use with network level intelligence. So those tools can better see the hybrid and multi-cloud network. Amazing. And on a personal note, I'd love to have our listeners just learn a little bit about your current role at Gigamon and the career path that led you there. Yeah, so uh, Chief Marketing Officer at Gigamon, been here three years, fantastic company, great culture, just a great market space. And then in terms of the history, I don't have what you call a typical, maybe career path for a CMO. I started my life as a developer, a software developer uh, back in Paris, France, went on to become a marketer, product marketer, sort of fell into that because at the startup I was at, I could speak English. Uh, and they were opening up in the U.S. market and said, hey, do you want to be our marketer? I said, sure. <laughs> so started into marketing that way. And then I've done a number of things from corporate development, M&A, corporate strategy, and being a GM a few times. But at heart, I would consider myself a product marketer. I love that intersection between product and technology and the business market opportunity. So that's a summary and brief. I love it. A little bit of everything. Indeed, it is. All right, so let's get into the topic. We talked about recently, you and I, the recent business transformation initiative that Gigamon went through. Can you share for our listeners a little bit about what that move was and why it became necessary? Yeah, so Gigamon's been around for about 15 years and early stage startup uh, focused really on the 
transformation of the traditional data center. So that's where the company is initially focused and then went public on that value proposition. And, and there, the initial focus was really how do you optimize network traffic for the tools in the data center, right? Allow those tools to see more traffic, allow more efficient use of those tools. And so that was the first, I would call the phase one of the company. Phase two, a few years ago, the company was taken private taken private to make a transformation. That transformation was both in the business model, so moving from perpetual sort of hardware-oriented to software and subscription and making great strides now. The majority of our business is software-related and subscription. And then the next venture, the next phase for us really is taking what we've done for the virtual networks on primarily in data center and taking those into the cloud and multi-cloud. And uh, over the last few years, we've now garnered about 700 cloud customers. And actually, sneak peek for this audience, next week we'll be launching a new campaign talking about what we call deep observability. And that really is complementing for the audience who knows uh, a little bit about that market, observability or security tools in the cloud, complementing those tools with network level intelligence. And so we see that as really the next frontier and very excited to see um, what becomes of that market and uh, obviously, you know, our role in that. And so the transition now is moving virtual networks into the multi-cloud environment, you're saying? And so yeah. what was it that that sparked that move? Was there a need that presented itself? Yeah, so obviously all organizations, you know, driven by the need to digitally transform have embraced cloud. We focus on the global 10,000 and what we find and our customers find is obviously they have a, you know, a variety of cloud environments. So virtual on-premises, private clouds, they have uh, multiple public clouds and then kind of the hybrid combination. And so what our customers, Lockheed Martin is an example of, of such a customer wanted to do is do what they were doing on-premises in their data centers, which is really seeing everything that was happening on the network so that, they're, again, their security and their performance management tools could, could operate efficiently and take that into the hybrid and multi-cloud. And so we partnered with them uh, on, in their AWS environment to do just that. So they're essentially extending their current security posture and the best practices into the hybrid multi-cloud with Gigamon. Amazing. Moving on to a little bit about um, the marketing organization at Gigamon, can you tell us a little bit about that and what's been taking up priority lately for you and as challenges? Yes. So I know later Sarah will talk about the pandemic and everything that happened in the world of marketing uh, there. So I'll save that for a minute. Really, our focus right now is on two things. It's pipeline, supporting sales, and cloud. So that transformation that I mentioned earlier into the cloud. And you know, pipeline, obviously building the pipeline to support the needs of the business, partnering with sales and, and our channel organization. Uh, we have a role in both. And then on the cloud side, it is from an awareness and positioning perspective, helping craft and define this new market, the deep observability market, and then building the demand to support that again, as our, our sales folks go out and you know look for new opportunities. And so how has the marketing organization been supporting the revenue needs of the organization? Right. So, you know, you, you alluded this into your, in your title, the sort of the, the growth, the 6X growth. And that was something that happened that first year that we, we started this new investment in marketing. So the company 
as I mentioned, that, that take private part of the transformation in the business model was also a significant investment in marketing. And so we, we built an inside a sales organization, BDR organization. Uh, we invested significantly in marketing because the company had been very successful in a product sales led approach. But in order to get into these new markets, in order to broaden the reach, the investment in marketing was, was required. And so, so we invested, I came on board as part of that. And in that first year, we were really low single digit contribution marketing to pipeline. We were able to six X that in 12 months. And the great work the team did was enabled us to win the, the Forrester Serious Decisions Award for the transformation of the engine. So that really continues. It's a lot continues you know, to evolve. And uh, as, as I said, you know, we'll discuss the challenges that the pandemic presented in that effort. But that's the, the focus for us, obviously, is to continue to drive the, the pipeline that the business needs. Yeah, definitely. Well, then let's get into the, the pandemic conversation. And so we talked before about one thing you're really passionate about is, you know, thinking about how you can drive demand in a post-pandemic world. So how has that, how has being post-pandemic shifted what you're doing at Gigabon? Yeah, so maybe just a, a little bit of context first, and, and uh, I'm assuming that the audience will resonate with what I'm saying, but the, the pandemic definitely presented challenges to us in terms of how do we reach our audience effectively? You know, people talk about digital fatigue. At the beginning of the pandemic, there was great excitement because, you know, we were getting lots of people showing up for virtual events and webinars and, you know, and <laughs> After a while, that started to taper off, right? And so people have talked about the digital fatigue. I was at a conference recently and, and someone challenged the audience and said that the digital fatigue is a myth. And I thought that was provocative, but also quite true when you think about it. What the person said was, it's digital fatigue only because you're not engaging the audience. So in other words, someone is, maybe it's their ne favorite Netflix show, but... You know, somebody is engaging the audience, it's just not you. And so coming back to, you know, how do you succeed in this post-pandemic world from a, there, there are three things and, you know, I'll, I'll just name them and maybe we can uh, discuss them. Three things uh, in my view. One is that digital fatigue and the way you break through it is what I call educate and entertain. The second is uh, we realize this and where we saw success is where you have relationships those are the channels that you want to emphasize. And so uh, whether it be literally our channel partners who had relationships with customers we didn't, we were leveraging, or you know, our community where the peers were engaging with their peers, right? So peer-to-peer -peer or, or influencer marketing became uh, has become very, very important for us. And then the last piece is that the we, we know that the digital journey has continued to move online over the years. I think it's accelerated during COVID. And so now the vast majority of the work that a prospect does, they do it themselves, they self-serve before they ever engage with you. And so how do you then bring the experience that used to be more of an in-person experience? How do you bring that online? Like car sales used to be all online. Now you can go and you can configure your car online. You know, we're trying to do the same thing with our product and the overall Kikamon experience, taking that and bring that online. Those are yeah. the three. I read 
that just this morning that some percentage of buyers now prefer to do the research themselves versus having to have a lengthy discussion with the salesperson. Oh yeah. And so, I mean, and, so I, and I think part of it is also the shift in the, the workforce. As we know, more millennials are now in the workforce and, you know, 45% of managers are millennials and, and, you know, candidly, the preference is not to engage, at least not, you know, in a meeting, a formal meeting. What we found is our chat has gone up significantly. Our chatbot or gigabot, as we affectionately call it, gigabot is, has done very well for us. Our, in fact, our probably top selling BDR uh, is our gigabot. Oh, funny. <laughs> <laughs> the robots are taking over. Well, that's a nice segue into our, our kind of next and last question. I mean, I'm also, the next question is around what role technology is playing in your marketing organization. But I'm curious too around ABM specifically, you know, the concept of digital fatigue and how it's not overall people are fatigued with digital. It's they're fatigued with what they're being asked to do online, which is fill out a form. So I'm curious of your thoughts on ABM in general, and then technology, like different technologies you've used as a company to move things forward. Yeah. So from a certainly you know, big believer in tailoring, personalizing the, the customer journey. And so ABM plays a big, big role in that. I would say we're in some sense, you know, we're, we're, we're certainly mature in other ways. We're still learning how to effectively run ABM programs. We, we run a few one-to-one programs. Mostly, I would say it's a one-to-few, so more bi-vertical is how we've, we've focused. And it is a way, as you mentioned, Sarah, to break through the noise, right? Because if you can really tailor and understand where the prospect is in their journey, what they care about specifically to their organization, obviously, you're going to be a lot more effective in your outreach. They don't feel like they're being sold to. They feel like that you are trying to help them, right? Mm-hmm. And that's that's the goal uh, that we're trying to achieve with our ABM program. So that's kind of the general approach, if you will. In terms of specific technologies, I mean, there there's a, a ton uh, that we use. I have a hard time keeping up with all the technologies that we use. A certain demand base is one of them, of course, and Engageo is a platform we use to to orchestrate our customer engagement in that ABM journey. But there is a ton of other tools that we use to optimize the the website so that when you're a prospect, you're getting a custom verticalized page for you when you arrive on our website to retargeting of ads, personalizing of signatures when the salespeople send out their email to a prospect that they have the email signature that has customer logo in it. There's so much you could do right now. And from a personalization perspective, I said, we feel like we're still learning a lot, but it's exciting. I mean, I think the the end goal, of course, is really you make the customer feel, as I said earlier, that you understand where they are in their journey, what problems they're trying to solve, and you're there to help. So I mentioned earlier, you know, how you break through the noise is educate and entertain. And that is what we found to really resonate. If you can provide something that's truly of value, so it's an education, either for the problem that they're trying to solve or for them personally in their career journey, and do it in a way that's entertaining, that's the magic, right? And so we're trying to bring that to our IBM program as well. 
That's beautiful. And I've been taking lots of notes here. I wrote, don't, don't sell to offer to help and then break through the noise. And we got educate and entertain leverage of the channels you already have relationships in and accelerate the digital journey. But the last question we had, so if there's anything else you haven't mentioned is if you have any other, any other additional advice to marketing leaders on driving success in this quote post pandemic world. Yeah. So I I would say in general, more, uh, sorry, less is more, right? Uh, So I would say the idea here, it's like quality over quantity. And I think we we felt at the beginning and we learned through, you know, our own mistakes here that we were just scaling up the number of webinars and just, you know, we were just cranking these out. At the end of the day, what we found is if you really put in the time to have quality content, so it does take longer uh, with quality speakers, reputable speakers and quality follow through, you'll have a much bigger impact. And so we've now focused on, again, quality over quantity, both in terms of the digital content and digital events, as well as the in-person events that we're doing. And that's having a much bigger impact. I think that's amazing. It's really great advice. And I think we can end it on that note. But just a three more last quick ones for our audience from you. I'll just say them all at once. What is the best way for our listeners to get in touch with you? Can you think of anyone else we should hear from? And then is there any content out there that you would recommend blogs or books or thought leaders, anything? All right. So best way to contact me, LinkedIn, probably just ping me on LinkedIn and reference the show. And that way I know, know the, to make the connection. Second, then in terms of any, any, anyone else, I would not as much as an individual, as a group, there is a, a great resource out there for uh, CMO specifically called the CMO Huddles uh, that Drew Nesser at uh, Renegade Marketing runs. And I would recommend that as a resource for to make connections uh, as a CMO. And then in terms of resources, and I'll go outside of the classic maybe marketing literature here. My team knows this. Everyone I talk to knows this. One of my favorite books, because I think it works very well with the challenges that we have to face every day as marketers, is a book called The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. And it's a modern take on you know, Greek stoicism. But really what it is about is how do you turn challenges into opportunities? And the last two years, if anything that has taught us is there's always going to be challenges. And so how do you take that challenge and turn it into an opportunity? And I, it's a small book. I'd highly recommend it. I think it's a great tool to have in your tool belt. Yeah, professionally and personally, probably. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I think I could talk to you all day, but we're at the half hour mark. So I'll say um, thank you so much, Carl, for joining us today. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in. Thanks, Carl, for sharing about your marketing and demand gen experiences in this quote post pandemic world, we're calling it. I really learned a lot and I know our customers did too. So thanks again. Thanks a lot, Sarah. Great to be on the show. Thanks, everybody. Today's episode is made possible by Demandbase. Demandbase is smarter GTM for B2B brands to help marketing and sales teams spot the juiciest opportunities earlier and progress them faster. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Sunnyside Up. If you liked what you heard, 
please rate and review us and subscribe to our show on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you consume podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube and Demand Base TV.